Welcome to Pool Party Radio. This is the number one podcast for Robo John Brown and all of the internet. I am your host, Parker, joined as always by Razor Man Cumulus. Howdy. What's been up with you, Parker? Nothing much. Just enjoying my days. I'm not dead. You know? Hey, neither am I. Neither of us are ghosts. I think it should probably be restated that Pool Party is uh, one of the few remaining ghost-free podcasts on iTunes and mm-hmm. Stitcher. And those are the only two things that play podcasts, right? Pretty much, yeah. Just those two things. Okay. And um, the Winamp player, the real player. Ah, yes. It really whips the llama's ass. <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference to, but I like it. They used to be their demo file that would come with uh, downloading Winamp. And it was it was almost like a... a, a prototype of uh uh trap house drops where is this like kind of older guy just saying winamp it really whips the llama's ass and then there'd be a whip sound and an explosion and then like the sound of i guess a llama brain i don't know if llamas actually make noises but they did it for this i really miss like things like that being like really weird and extreme. Yeah, it's like they all they want to do is make an MP3 player, and so it's like, hold on, hold on. Who here likes llamas? Because I've got an idea. <laughs> Actually, you went through something similar about llamas, but that's that, if you want to well, if that, you want to talk about it. You wrote it for an article. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is yeah. I did write this this week, although it happened to me several years ago. When I worked at the right. Right, the right State Guardian, I'll spill all the beans on this on this version. Good, I, I love beans. I'll spill the beans I couldn't spill on the corporate news version. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this, so yeah, when we were in high school or in college, we were both there together. I worked at the Guardian, the Right State uh, Guardian, which was the newspaper there, and it was Valentine's Day, and my editor came up to me and she said, Hey, we need you to do a Valentine's day story. I said, I'm on it chief, you know? And then she was like, and then also include llamas. And I was like, well, seems unorthodox, but you know, I'm new to this. I'm new to this job. So I'll do whatever. I guess maybe this is normal that sometimes stories just have to do with llamas for no reason. And so I went out and I got like all these quotes from like some dude who like owns llamas. And I was like, you know, how often do you sell llamas to Valentine's Day people? And he was like, never. That's stupid. No one would ever buy val- like a- llamas have nothing to do with Valentine's Day. And I was like, you're right. And so I wrote this story mm-hmm. and it was like, here's where you can buy flowers. Here's where you can buy candies. Here's where you can go see a movie. Here's where you can buy a llama. And afterwards, after it ran. I was like, yo, editor, like, why, why you make me write about this llama? Like, this seems silly, you know, kind of in retrospect, but I'm sure you have a good reason for it. So she says that we got to put this in, this llama stuff in, because she had a cute little clip art of a llama that she wanted to run in the paper. And that's the whole reason. She just likes llamas and she liked that picture. There you go. That's inspiring because it's like somebody who was given a modicum of power came to that decision-making process with whimsy. So it's like you had uh, Amelie for a boss. 
you know, mm-hmm. I like llamas. Please put this in the article. If she would have said it with a French accent, I would have been like, whatever you want, whatever kind of llamas you need. I got them. Is that all we're doing? Just llamas? We're just running llamas from here on out. The mm-hmm. Guardian, your number one source for llamas. That would be cool. I would definitely have liked to have... Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I probably would have needed a little bit more education to get that job, to be a writer at the llama magazine. I probably would have had to go to a llama school, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I know how to get there, actually. First you take Pico. <laughs> then you go down Colorado, Colorado, mm-hmm. I think. Then Las Palmas. And then Pico. <laughs> and that's how you get to llama school. Ah, man, it freaked me out the first time I went to L.A. and learned that those are real street names. Yeah. <laughs> I never followed them. Like I, I should, I mean, Next time I'm there, maybe I'll like follow them to see where they go and see what the llama school is. But Anywho, so that was – I invented fake news. Long story short. Uh, I invented, long fake story short. Long fake – st- yeah. Uh, so that's what happened to me. That's my one llama story really. Well, thanks a lot, Parker. Well, sincerely, I don't know why I said it like that. I appreciate you retelling the story. <laughs> I know it sounded like I was mad at you for inventing fake news, but at least we know now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's fine. I'll take the blame. I don't think anybody ever did fake news before that point. Like, I don't think that there was a, like, I think journalism was pretty much on the up and up until 2005 when I wrote that story. And it's all been all downhill because of me. Well, only like five months ago, fake news was referring to those uh, fake Facebook posts that people would keep circulating about like how Hillary was a robot or that there was uh, pedophilia rings in pizza restaurants. Like that was actually fake news. People just doing that. But then it somehow got warped and reused to be fake news. Uh, as in every story is fake news. Yeah, and just news that you do not agree with. That's fake now. I I don't know how that transition happened, and I'm sure there was like more to it than that, where people were were saying like, well, I mean, fuck it. It was Trump. Trump was like the one propagating the use of fake news for legitimate news cycles. But I have a feeling that Trump supporters picked up on it because they were so miffed that they were marks for all these fake news stories, like the actual fake news stories that they just saw on Facebook. And I remember watching a group of people who were Trump supporters. It was part of a a news segment on like CBS this morning. And they're asking like, where'd you find this news story? And like, it's on Facebook. You can look it up. And it's like, Facebook isn't a news agency. <laughs> Facebook is a website or an application. And you, one of your dopey friends just like retweeted it or retweeted. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Retweeted on Facebook. Also, I'm a Luddite. I don't know how internet works. To so. be fair, you're not on Facebook, so you shouldn't be yeah. expected to know how it works. I really shouldn't. <laughs> you know, what do you do? Like things? You heart them? <laughs> Who knows? You can't heart them now. But anyway, yeah, somebody had reposted it. So they ended up reposting it thinking that was that's how things worked. And probably just read the headline at that. Like, didn't even bother to read like the the faux, not quite the onion, but trying to be the onionist of all of it. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. I have a feeling that was part of it. People were just upset that they got had 
So like, oh, the real fake news is everything else. The media at large, nothing's real anymore. So, so uh, you're the impetus of that. Yeah. You and llamas. It's my fault. It's the llamas' fault. I don't think I've been accused of spreading any fake news at any of my real news jobs, though. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe. I don't always read the comments, though. Well, you know, and here's another simple Nolly reference. Fake news, it uh, reads just like the real thing. <laughs> and it scares me like the real thing. It scares me like the real thing, too. Never been so if scared. it were real, it'd scare me more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That... <laughs> It's very accurate if you apply those lyrics about fake blood to to fake news. Liam Lynch, he's God. I wish he'd do more stuff, or at least I'm not paying attention to what he's doing now. I should reconnect, figure out what that guy's up to. He directed that uh, the Pick of Truth, that Tenacious D movie. So that's, his career is probably over because that movie sucked. Yeah, that was like seven years ago, man. Jesus. Yeah. Holy hell. Uh, really feel old thinking about that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of speaking of Donald Trump, though, I have autism, Frisbee. You do? Well, tell me all about it. Well, my my mistake. I, I meant to say I have an autism, an autism of the week. Uh, okay. Our, it's, <laughs> 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 it's our hit new segment where we talk about this week's autism. <laughs> our autism of the week uh this is a person that that we've found or more accurately i have found although you're very welcome to bring in your own autism if you want oh i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i'm good i'm just gonna let you uh roll through this one uh so who was it this week is it a, a singular person a singular it, taste sensation or a group it is a singular person this time uh i was on the instagram uh-huh. Someone posted a touching tribute to the fact that beloved actor Bill Paxton died today. Beloved actor Bill Paxton? Yes, that's him. Uh, he's dead. I don't know if you heard about this. I did. And he's gone, and it's uh, upsetting news because he's been a lot of good stuff. Used to be Bill Paxton, now Bill Paxtoff. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh- <laughs> That that's way better than uh, everybody texting or tweeting "Game Over Man" R.I.P. Uh, which I did. I immediately regretted. I'm like, God damn it! Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, I saw that everybody did that. As yeah. if he was only in the one movie. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's 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 a good line. I don't know. Bill Paxton, Bill Paxtoff. I have to admit, is way way better though. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, so, uh, so this person posted a touching tribute to the man. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, "Bill Paxton, you know, he was great. Now he's dead. He was wonderful." Someone left a comment. Literally, no one wants to live in Trump's world. Everyone is checking out. So, okay, I don't know what what kind of autism you have to be to turn a man's death into some kind of political jab. Uh, especially this late in the game because <laughs> like it's it's not as though death isn't constantly appealing to us every day like it's it's always there it's always taking people just because a celebrity got taken doesn't really fucking mean anything and like carrie fisher died a couple weeks ago so did her mom 
And then before that, we had an entire year of death of people checking out long before they knew the election results. So, yeah, well, I'd love to, like, just constantly dump on this stuff. It's like, no, nah, let's let's leave the memoriam out of it, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Not only is it just like a weird time to take a jab at Trump, but it's uh, yeah, also not a very accurate joke as the celebrity deaths have slowed down significantly and there have not been any. Not, not there have not been many in the 30 days since Trump has taken office. So just bad all around. Very autistic, I feel. By the way, autistic is spelled O-D-D-T-A-U-S-T-I-C. It has no – this segment has no affiliation with any pre-existing words called autism. <laughs> just – I want to just say autistic. that. Yeah, it's the, like when we talk about uh, people who are aged and – they tend to forget things. That's old timers disease. O L D T I M E R S. Yeah. Disease. It's a lot like that. I just want to say that legally, uh, our producer over here who doesn't have a microphone anymore. He's, he reminded me to mention that so for our lawyers. Obviously. We have to fix that by the way. Cause like we've been without a producer for so long. I don't know if people have noticed that. And I think we've been trucking along just fine, but it's, you know, this is, uh, this is us like we're trying to keep up with the podcast game so we had to cut some corners you know but i think mm -hmm. we're back on top where we could probably get a producer going again i think uh, so play our cards right right <laughs> yeah if we win a game of poker and raise enough money to start paying another producer i think we'll be all right another on-air producer yeah i was thinking of something more uh sexual which is why my voice went up in that sexy way at the end all right yeah. so when i said play my cards right Maybe I was talking about sexy cards. Like those cards with naked ladies on them? Exactly like those cards. Those are the best cards. I'm not, a, I'm not really good at playing cards, so I'm going to trust you. You go to Vegas more often than I do. And I imagine you have to play your cards right. A little bit. I, I don't have to play cards at all. I've played blackjack a couple of times, and I thought I was doing great. And then I lost a lot. And I was like, this is probably not for me. I didn't get a rush from it. You see, I, I don't have that gambling rush, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. I get that gambling rush for TMZ games and like Ghostbusters, the slot machine, stuff like that. Is it a TMZ slot machine? Yeah. It's got, uh, I thought we talked about, it, about this at some point. It's the one with Screech that I spent like all my money on last time I went. Maybe we didn't oh. talk about this. Maybe I talked about it somewhere else. Maybe I wrote something about it in the paper. But like, yeah, Screech is in it. And if you spend enough money, you get to look at Screech's face. So I spent like all my money in this stupid slot machine just to look at Screech. <laughs> I didn't know that was related. I thought that was like a different Saved by the Bell machine. But anyway, oh, yeah. this was this was a tangent. I, I'm surprised that you found uh, your auditism of the week. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to hit all those consonants. Uh from Instagram. That's that's a weird place uh to find anything. Like the reason I like Instagram is that it typically kind of weeds out anybody who would uh be commenting such weird shit. And you only see like maybe one or two comments at a time, you know? Yeah, generally. Unlike personal pages. If you go to like yeah, like the trending page, those people get yeah. like a lot of comments. But it's usually just people tagging other people. Yeah, right. 
they'll just have a like a list of tags or where two people like did you see this and then a bunch of like crying laughing emojis or depending on what it is you know yeah sometimes i mean we've talked about this but it still is a pet peeve of mine sometimes if you like find a sexy ladies picture on instagram and you look at the comments like it's like all the most like deplorable like thirsty shit in the universe like just horrible horrible stuff oh right yeah forget what i just said I was not recalling that. All that shit's gross, and I guess I dodge it pretty well because I totally forgot the, all those thirsty, thirsty comments on sexy, sexy ladies' pages. Yeah, I'll see if I can find one right now, although I'm not seeing any. Well, while you're doing that, I I was curious about that kind of stuff with regards to people not realizing when like a, a post like that do people project and think that's how that person is the entire time? You know? When it, like the person, like the autism, like, do you think that that person's like that all the time? Where like, anybody? No. Like, like they think, like an audience uh, or somebody who goes to look at that person's page thinks that it's like that person in that pose. Like, oh, they must always be, I don't know, hanging out by a pool or something. Like that person has uh, to deal with life the way the rest of us do. So I don't know if that's a that's a weird hang up or not. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of these people on Instagram probably just hang out by the pool all day. Oh, the ones posting pictures? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well I, maybe if that's <laughs> what they do, then yeah. I think anyway, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It seems like a lot of it seems like a lot of people continually post pictures of themselves like i don't know what else they would have time for throughout the day if you're posting four pictures of you and like different uh sets of lingerie and different bikinis at different pools at different hotels like i don't know what else you would have time for in the world oh that's actually oh that's obnoxious to think about now like one of the reasons i wasn't a fan of twitter and following that is the fact that some people just tweet constantly and i've gotten a bit more into like the political discourse or at least trying to for whatever Twitter's worth in that. And they reply to almost everybody. Like even just these inept accounts that just are created to do one or two tweets and then split. Like they reply to everything. And what do you do for the rest of your day? When do you eat? When do you use the toilet? I don't mm. want to know, but it's like you gotta live, right? Why are you fucking on Twitter all the time? Yeah. Yeah, I do see a lot of these, like, sometimes I'll, like, just be, you know, I'll, like, look through, like, a celebrity's, I don't follow too many celebrities, I guess, well, maybe I do, but, like, I'll, like, look through, like, their mentions sometimes just to see what people are saying to them, because, like, it's always horrible. Yeah. And, like, like, sometimes, like, like, they'll be like, oh, you know, you're a, you're a stupid uh, L word, I can't believe you would say this, and, like, I'll click on oh. that person. And it's just them saying that to like everybody, like just con yeah. like just on down the row, uh, the row, like just tweet after tweet saying it to Patton Oswalt, Sarah Silverman, Aziz Ansari, uh, whoever else, like hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, just you're the L word. Why? Like, and it's like, why, why, why set up an account just to say the same thing over and over to everybody? Yeah, that's exhausting to me. I can't imagine what leads to that decision. It's like, I'm just going to get on Twitter. Just going to call her by the L word. <laughs> That'll show them. Well, maybe it did show them. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe uh, Pat Oswalt's very upset. 
that he got called the L word. Maybe these guys have more power than we know. Although I can't imagine that to be true. Yeah, it's just pushing buttons. I don't understand. And not like on a computer pushing buttons, but pushing buttons of ego and pride, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think I might have talked about this before, but like it's so sad like what Twitter has become like Twitter when it first started and like all these like celebrities were popping up and like saying these like candid things uh-huh. for like the first little while it was there. Like it was like such a great like it could have been such a great thing where we like demystified the power of celebrity in this country and just got bored with every celebrity who was taking to Twitter to talk about, oh man, just had a panini pretty good. Yeah. And like, just been like, oh, celebrities are dumb, boring fucks just like the rest of us. But instead, uh, I don't know what it was, but instead it like just gave them more power. Like people were just like, holy shit. Oh, Aziz just had a panini. Oh, mm. this is blowing my mind. I'm going to retweet this. Like the fact that like a tw- like somebody on Twitter, like a celebrity, can get on Twitter and like type good morning and then enter and tweet out good morning. And it gets like tens of thousands of retweets. Like I think that's like the most horrifying shit in the world. Like I don't know. Like instead of this thing where, you know, it could have been like this cool way to demystify the celebrity and like make it so that, you know, you're just one tweet away from telling Elvira you think she's cool and her saying thanks. Like. And like that kind of being the end of it, it's taken on like this whole other thing where like now, I don't know, like it's like celebrity times 10 million somehow. It's crazy. I don't know how it happened, but it it makes me very unhappy. Yeah. I mean, it got us our president. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's picking the president. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. Um, I really wish I would have witnessed the uh, early stages of Twitter because you make it sound appealing. Unfortunately, it did take a weird turn into what it is now. And who knows? Who knows if it's going to stick? I mean, I wonder if Twitter had just dropped off the Internet, if someone would try to take up the reins or if there's going to be time when it becomes unpopular, because right now it's obviously it's hitting its apex if it's making global decisions in this way. Or not directly, but it's it's helping uh, assist that kind of stuff. So they could have easily banned any of those accounts and they did not because it's huge money, I guess. I don't even know how they make money. I mean, it's fucking what ads, I guess. Yeah. They make money from, uh, old dipshit McGee <laughs> buying ads and making <laughs> me see tweets. I don't want to see constantly when I'm trying to scroll through the app on, on my phone, it's just promoted mm. tweet from old fucking nonsense McGee that you don't give two shits about. I'm getting all all kinds of them. It's more ads than anything. Hmm. I just don't care for it. Oh, I agree. And and now it sounds like Instagram is going to be doing something similar, where I just have to pay less and less attention to other commenters. So far, though, I seem to be like pretty well in a structure of only folks that I know, though. I follow like one or two wrestlers. I mean, those wrestlers being like Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae, just because I was an early follower of like their cutest tag team gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. I don't know. Oh, David Wayne. Well, shit. All right. Here we go. This is Slippery Slope. I follow a couple of <laughs> celebrities on Instagram. 
But David Wayne and Thomas Patrick Lennon, this is just getting worse. Like I, I'm realizing that I'm following quite a few celebrities on Instagram. Okay. But I think that they're all posting great, great content. Let me tell you. When Thomas Lennon <laughs> sings cover versions of Smith songs, I'm into it. Ah, uh, yeah, that's reasonable. I think I've followed him for a long time for that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, bummer. Um, yeah, especially with this Bill Paxton passing, I I wouldn't want to see a comment uh, like that either. Thankfully, haven't yet. It's mostly just people talking about how great he was in different films like Near Dark and and uh, True Lies. People bring that role up quite a bit uh, today. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I, pretty good. I haven't seen anybody bring up Boxing Helena, which pains me to my core. The greatest movie of all time. I did not know he was in that. I still haven't seen it. It's very good. All right. I trust you. I'll have to check it out. Uh, uh, speaking of checking out movies, did you see Get Out? I did see Get Out. I'm embargoed, you... though. I think we're talking about it on junk food tomorrow, so I can't talk about it. Ah, hush, hush. I, I follow you. Okay. <laughs> Although I did write a review about it, a 600-word review that's on the internet. So I'm not too hush, hush about it. But, I, yeah, I like it quite a bit. Yeah, so did I. Cool. Right on. Um, shall we do the emails? Uh, let's do the Wayne Podcast Town News. Okay. And then we'll hit up those emails just because I got it open cool. and I want to be able to close it. All right, here is the Wayne Podcast Town News. It's opening currently and now we're gonna play the wayne podcast town news all right podcast town news wayne here um first off i have to bring up is sean byron's uh liberal political propaganda machine attacking me for no reason you know <laughs> i've been trying to be good to him and be nice to him and laughing at his shitty little posts that he does on the on the page but you know he has to sit there and you know attack me Saying I don't, uh, you know, subscribe to the YouTube page for Junk Food Dinner's uh, YouTube channel. I mean, come on. Real asshole? Crazy, you know? <laughs> I wish I could get all Alex Jones on him and shit, but, you know, I'm not that crazy. Uh, I mean, he just needs to, like, deal with the fact that, you know, Corey won the election. He lost. And now Corey runs town, like always. And he needs to just deal with Corey's administration and just stop getting crybaby about it. You know? John Selby does a podcast. Seriously? Like, really? And it's about Ghostbusters? Like, who the fuck hasn't done a podcast about Ghostbusters already? Get the fuck <laughs> over it, man. Jesus. Um, the Border Boss brought up a, a podcast that everybody should be listening to, I think. It's about uh, somebody find, trying to find where... Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, I was going to say Glenn Simmons, but it's Richard Simmons. I was going to say Gene Simmons, actually. But uh, it's about Richard Simmons. Everybody should check that fucking thing out. It's actually about it. A lot of really just shit podcasts keep posting stuff. Derek's podcast about freaking Jonathan King Cobra keeps popping up, which, to be honest, is crap. You know, I mean, to be honest, Derek is really not all that great. Uh, you know, ever since he left Kissing Contest, he just went shit straight to the, the bottom of the pile. Um, my dick is enamored, and I think he's woke. By uh, Alan Jackson, because he seems like to be sitting at a karaoke place just jamming to his tunes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel not bad for that. Um, Jackson Stewart is still kissing his own ass on the group. <laughs> like, I, I you know, I, yeah, did a good movie. But, you know, I mean, I'm kind of over it, man. Get on to something new, dude. No, no, no. 
Totally not against you, Jackson. You know, hatless or not, man. You're still okay. <laughs> uh, even though, I have to say, it would be great if your next movie did have a commentary by me. I think it would just be this for an hour and a half. It'd be great. They're making jelly donut fucking Oreos. Uh, I'm not really into that. Uh, or even syrup and waffle ones or Mississippi mud pie. No, come on, just give me a fucking Oreo. You know, white cream and little chocolate and chocolate on the top, on the top and bottoms. Just give me a fucking Oreo. Stop fucking with the goddamn the repertoire. It's been perfect ever since. God fucking Christ. Uh, what else? <laughs> Bad pictures. Terrible posts about podcasts. Uh, I'm going through here. Uh, Lucha Libre, who gives a fuck about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm talking about already self-filled Easter eggs that they're selling in the stores now, which is just the most fucking pathetic thing in the world. Sarah Murphy has some really great thoughts on it. It's awesome. Um, I'm going through all these shitty fucking podcasts to try to go through the link and find what else I that's worth it. Because it's all like, oh, podcast, listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast. Go fuck yourself. I'm not listening to your shitty podcast. No offense, but I'm not. Your shots suck, unless they're really worth it. And 90% of them are not. So eat a big fat dick. You know, I can't find anything else. I, I have to say, that podcast on is starting to pick up again. There are some premier posters, you know, The Border Boss and Weef, Wilf, uh, you know, Jack and Stewart, Parker, Sean, Byron, even though he's really got it out for me. I don't know fucking know why. He's a real uptight cock. Uh, Al, Sarah Murphy, kicking ass. And I gotta say, keep doing it. You know, get those fucking podcasters shit down to the bottom so I can at least see the premier shit, man, you know? So at least have something to report about. You know, it really kind of breaks my heart that I have to sit and dig through thousands of posts about shitty podcasts to get to that premier shit. You know what I mean? I think that's it. I'm too fucking tired. It's like 2 in the morning on a Friday. I have to work in three hours. And, uh, yeah, it's just fucking, it's just me sitting there digging for like a, a couple of hours, a couple of days trying to find this shit. just sucks. All right. Parker, friends of me, hope you like this. Ah, fuck, who cares if you like this? Just fucking play it. Podcast news out. That's the Wayne Podcast Town News. I always like the Podcast Town News, by the way. I love it. I think it'll be a time when I don't like it, even if I'm like the subject of bad press. Which you haven't been. I credit your ability to stay away from Podcast Town. I I lurk a lot, as I mentioned before, uh, for better and for worse, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's I trust Wayne to give me all the good deets, and he does. Um, another person who stays away from any sort of controversy, Sarah Murphy, Saint Sarah, I think, is probably the best way to address her, or Saint Murphy. I'm not sure if Saint Murphy is an actual saint. Um, don't know my saints, but yeah, she. I think that's the only person that Wayne is just playing this head like, yeah, she does great things. <laughs> so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that Wayne appreciates Sarah Murphy. Sarah Murphy was on a podcast recently. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Oh, have I seen or heard about it? I was part of it. Uh, she guested on uh, Zatuichi, The Blind Podsman with myself and Patrick. You had been our first guest, but Sarah was our second. And it was a lot of fun. 
going to talk about uh, Zatoichi and the Doomed Man, the eleventh part of that podcast or <laughs> that <laughs> film series, that classic film series that we talked about on our podcast. Um, yeah, pure delight. I think this was my first time talking to Sarah Murphy too. It was really cool. Yeah, she was on the Junk Food Dinner Show recently too, so she's making the rounds. We should get her on this show. Yeah, if she would join us, that'd be great. And what else would Wayne talk about was uh, the Oreos. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually kind of into this. I wasn't into like any of the Lay's potato chip flavors, and I've never been into like the other Oreo flavors or whatever they tried to do. But I saw that post, and I think all of those I'm kind of into. Like I love Mississippi mud. I like chicken or uh, not chicken and waffles, but <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was the other one? I don't There's know. There's jelly donut and something else. I thought it had something to do with waffles. Maybe syrup and waffles. I don't know. Could be. Which I imagine is probably just going to take like taste like those uh, maple cream cookies that I'm so fond of. You know? Yeah, yeah. It could be. I recently I was very slow, but I recently found uh, slow to adopt these. Uh, but I recently found at like my local odd lots or big lots or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. I found like eight like million boxes of the blueberry Oreos that were like unsold. So they were all like 50 cents because they were about to expire. And those motherfuckers are delicious. And I'm so sad that they'll never make them again. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, maybe they will. Like, I'm pretty sure they're just kind of feeling out what's what they're able to do with that. Uh that adorable sandwich cookie. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll come back with some flavors. I know Lay's Potato Chips has some some of those weird-ass flavors out and about again. That's um, true. On regular rotation. Who knows? Yeah. Who I ne- knows? I never go with those Lay's. I don't know. I'm just not into it. Like, I'm not into trying whatever flavors they put out. Like, you guys you guys went on an entire tear about, like, how you didn't like chips anyway, right? Or most chips? Yeah, I'm not too big a fan of chips. I like I like a classic ruffled chip, but that's about it, really. Sometimes I'll mm. sometimes I'll get like some of those little like uh, jalapeno ones, you know, like they're, they're kind of like artisanal ones, you know, mm-hmm. that you get at like Subway. But that's about it. Not too into them. Were you ever into like Grippos uh, growing up in Southwest Ohio? Oh, of like course. Yeah, I like those Grippos. Grippos barbecue chips. Yeah, I talked to some transplants from the same area and that's something that gets brought up like it was in every vending machine and it just seemed like it was it was as popular like mike sells potato chips but i remember eating mike sells potato chips a lot more yeah um, you would generally have to go to like the weird supermarkets to get grippos i think like you could get like the mike sells at like Walmart and Kroger and stuff, but like I think you would have mm-hmm. to like go to like the smaller places, like the more local places to get Grippos. Okay. I don't think I've ever had them. Maybe at like a party once, but I don't remember what it was like. Barbecue, I guess, right? Yeah, they're Tastes pretty like barbecue. barbecue. Yeah, pretty much. They're pretty good. Mesquite. Yeah. Their main selling point, like I mean they're pretty delicious, but like their main selling point is that you can get like a family size bag for eighty nine cents or something. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's that's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good deals, I do like that Wayne has no idea why Sean has it out for him after. <laughs> yeah. Why would why would he? You know. Yeah. After all this, <laughs> we got uh, to know Wayne from him constantly leaving us voicemails at junk for dinner, calling me and Sean idiots who suck. <laughs> I wonder why Sean would be mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh. <laughs> 
that blowback is fierce. Um, and I totally for I I missed that election. I remember there was some sort of election that happened regarding Corey and Sean. Uh, one of those online polls, I think. Am I imagining this? Uh, I don't. There's been a lot of polls lately. For sure. I yeah. know that there was some polls uh, asking whether or not we should ban Sean and Corey. I know that. Maybe that was it. It was like, which one should go? Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think is a, the best way to approach a, an election, but who knows? I, Maybe that will be going forward. Yeah, going forward. I definitely think that's the best way to do elections. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I think uh, his commentary for Jackson Stewart's next film uh, would be great. Just something to consider, Jackson. You know, mm-hmm. you have the power. Think of it like if an editor can include llamas in a news in a news story, then maybe we could get just anybody to do uh, commentary work. Maybe I could do one at some point. Yeah, you should. Your your commentary for uh, Bill Zabub's Frankenstein the Rapist is highly underrated. I feel. Yeah, both of us actually. We should have done that. <laughs> I know we floated that idea to him when he was on the show, kind of shamelessly. Or maybe I did. I was like, you know, as long as you're getting podcasts to do commentaries, why don't you uh, kind of uh, throw a bone towards pool parties way? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead, he's over in Podcast Town talking about should Ilkhan and Kissing Contest do the commentary for Beyond the Gates too. That's fine, Jackson Stewart. Junk food dinner is going to be busy anyway because we're doing the commentary for Hatchet number four, you son of a bitch. We, we don't need to do Beyond the Gates 2. You're not hurting <laughs> our feelings. We thought we were yeah. friends, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, our feelings are hurt. I'm glad that you mentioned those two podcasts and not this one that you were a <laughs> guest on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You haven't been on Kissing Contest. That's cool, though. <laughs> uh... We're going to do yeah, that new Ty another... West movie. Junk Food Dinner is hitting up with Ty West now. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, not really. Okay. But I was just trying to hurt Jackson's feelings since he well, hurt get mine. Get the word out. Get the word out. Maybe Ty West will be like uh, so busy. He's like, they really promised that? Okay, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. Like he'll have forgotten. That's what I'm okay. hoping for. Yeah. He, he, uh, he did retweet me one time. So I think that's a binding agreement to let me be the guy who does a commentary for his new movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go with that. Speaking of binding contracts, uh, we got some emails. Have you heard about these? You know about emails? I think I remember them. As long as I don't confuse them with Facebook or Twitter, then I should be okay. <laughs> yes. I remember these. All right. We got a, we got the first email from Matthew. Uh, this is an email entitled the pool is eternally cool and the party never ends. Mm-hmm. which is what I want on my gravestone. That's a pretty good epitaph. Uh, it says, Furbat, this email is specifically for you. And then in parentheses it says, Yo, Paco, what's up, bro? Oh, he says boo, not bro. That's cool, too. Right uh, on. He says to you, Frisbee, he's got bad news. Trump heard all the smack you've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> and now you and the rest of you dirty milk milks. Uh, <laughs> in parentheses, he says, that's right. I ain't afraid to say it anymore. Uh, okay. need, need to Gerberk where you came from. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I, and then he says, I'm sorry. I lashed out at you for Obin. I didn't mean it. Please forgive me. Uh, I wish you all love and peace. Your pal, Matt. 
Yeah, I don't know how I could be mad at Matt. I don't even know what a milk milk is. I, that must be one of those M words that I'm not familiar with. That is one of the M words. Oh, looking more closely, it's Mick Mick. Um, Although I like the word milk milk. I think that's a cool name. I, I like milk milk too. There, I think there's like a, a deeper implication of that. It's like milk milk. And yeah. the further implication being like lemonade around the corner chocolate's made. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. The deepest insult of all. <laughs> I know. Uh, Maybe that's what he meant. But Mick Mick, I'm not too. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like that you're an Irishman. Oh yeah, did I talk about that? Where I learned how Irish I was. I it's like it's the most boring conversation in the world, but still, <laughs> I learned I'm way worse than I thought. I don't know. I don't yeah. think you talked about that, but maybe he just knows. Oh, he can hear it. Yeah, he's he's, he's got that strong prejudice against against Mick Mix, I guess. Mm-hmm. Against the Mick Mix. <laughs> Um, he writes, yeah, I ain't mad. <laughs> he writes back. He says, most honorable razor babes, jet powered Frisbee, known mm-hmm. everything, seen everything, smasher mm-hmm. of women for equality, chooser of cold stone creamery flavors. I have to apologize for my last email. I have nothing against the M words. Perfect. Uh, he goes on to say it was just the way he was raised and I need uh-huh. to bathe in some Chattahoochee waters to educate myself slash get woke. Uh, he hopes you forgive him. Uh, so the question is, do you forgive him? Oh, double down on that forgiveness from the first one. I wasn't even like, wasn't even mad. And now I'm, I'm proud that he wants to bathe in Chattahoochee. Open that, open that third eye like a, like a cool Coors can. Mm-hmm. Those, uh, the pyramid of cool, I forget the lyrics. Pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight. Is that yeah? Yeah, like, yeah. Pyramid of cans. And he wants to start his pyramid. Yeah. Open up that first one. Like he's going to open up his third eye. Mm-hmm. I this week made a video for my work, and I included a joke about how the Illuminati's real. And now Facebook. I don't know if these two things are related. I can only assume Facebook uh, has marked it as spam and will not let me post it on Facebook. So. I think we know that Zuckerberg's part of the Illuminati now. That's an aside, <laughs> just a weird aside. Uh, we've <laughs> we've got another email. Would you like to read it, Mr. Frisbee? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, this one comes from James. Title is, if Parker buys his wife flowers, all caps, he will die! Exclamation points. It says, hey, Parker and Frisbee. Your boy James from Vegas and my grandfather on my mom's side bought his wife flowers for Valentine's Day 1992 after being a couple since 1935 and marrying after he returned from WW2. And the only Valentine's Day he gave her flowers was a week before he died in his sleep. That shit will kill you, son. Either give flowers from the beginning or never at all. All caps again, dead fucking serious. So there you go. The... The year that you decide to give flowers, that's it, man. You're done. Man, this is like the ring. Yeah, seven days later, after giving flowers, you pass away. Yeah, well, it's been 13 days now, or 12 days now, so I'm five days overdue. I don't know if they're just slow or they're giving me a couple extra days, but I did, in fact, buy the wife flowers. Yeah, how'd they go? Uh, I went pretty well. She was, like, all in love with them. She was like, oh, this is great, you know? Nice. I I had to do it because Corey narked on me in Podcast Town. I don't know if you saw this. 
No, I didn't. He narked on you? Yeah, he narked on me. After we talked about this last week about how I didn't want to buy any flowers, Corey uh, talked about it on the podcast town thread and tagged my wife in the post. So she found out <laughs> that I was talking about how I'm not going to buy the flowers. So then I had to buy the flowers. Jesus. Never buy drugs from that guy. He's just going to post about it on his Facebook feed. Mm. Like, Parker, I have all those weeds you wanted. <laughs> Parker, I got the drugs you needed. <laughs> Let me tag your boss. I promise not to tag the FBI in this post, and the FBI will be tagged. Couldn't believe Like, it'll be highlighted. Unbelievable. Just, what a narc. I know. And then today he's on Twitter talking about he doesn't like John Wick Part 2. I was like, what is happening? What in the world? He's trying to make America great again, this Corey. I see all the MAGA on his face. Yeah. Uh, I can't be mad at him, though. The wife already knew that I didn't want to buy her flowers. But this year, I knew I was going to buy her flowers, so I talked it up a big game to her. I was like, I'll never buy you flowers in all my life. And then I did. <laughs> in all my days. Yeah. What kind did you get? Did you go for, like, classic roses? or? Yeah, I got those classic roses. Classic. They were very classic. Some of the most classic flowers. Believe me, you wouldn't. <laughs> everyone tells me how classic these were. Oh, yeah. It, unbelievably classic. No one's more classic than those flowers. Yeah, these are the most classic flowers of all time. So, gotcha. so yeah. So, actually, Corey ratting me out uh, actually helped. It helped sell my story that I would never buy my wife flowers ever. And then okay. you Maybe he knows more than you think. Yeah, that's true. He was helping me. Yeah. Uh, I got I got such a hand job. You wouldn't believe this hand job. So now I I owe, I gotta pay a little bit of that forward to Corey next time I see him. You're gonna give him a hand job on the uh, on the log ride at Disney World. I give him ten percent of. Up. Yeah, I'll give him ten percent of a hand job. Over the pants. Yeah, a finder's fee. There you go. That's what you call that when you give somebody ten percent of a hand job. That's a finder's fee. Mm -hmm. That's what they it's call. It's like it. a gentle gentle rub across the groin. <laughs> yeah. Just enough to get fully engorged. <laughs> and then you call it a day. You say, that's your finder's fee. <laughs> that's that's really smooth. <laughs> it's very romantic. Yeah, it is. And so is giving flowers. And you're not dead 13 days out. But who knows? Maybe maybe death is killing all those celebrities who are trying to get out this year. That's true. Maybe Bill Paxton got his wife some flowers this year. That's why he's dead. Could be. Could be. Uh, but yeah. yeah, thanks for the emails, Matt and James. Thank you, guys. And thanks, Wayne. We did, we forgot to thank Wayne, I feel. Oh. I'll, yeah. I'll give it kind of goes without saying if you thank him. But yeah, we should say it out loud, too. Thank you, Wayne. I like to say it out loud. Um, so we're coming to the end. But did you want to talk about Mardi Gras? I saw you. Post, oh yeah, sure. I saw you posting yeah. some Instagram stuff. Yeah, I was in a parade again this year, uh, for Little Rock's Mardi Gras parade. It's a bigger deal here than obviously where we grew up in Dayton. Um, Mardi Gras celebrations seem to have limited themselves to like bars, uh, from my recollection of what it was like, and not even to any extravagant degree. Like people would just post maybe like a mask. And a couple of purple, gold, and green balloons, but here it's 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 huge. It's a it's its own thing. Like a lot of towns will do parades outside of the Louisiana area, um, mostly adjoining states, and it's a lot of fun. I don't really know how many people ascribe to any of that stuff anymore. It's got its own like religious 
iconography and intent, but the parades are fucking fun. Have you ever been in a parade? Have you done this sort of thing? I have not, no. There's never been any reason for me to. Oh, there will be. But the way that like you're you're going viral now is a thing. <laughs> so you're gonna be asked to be in parades. Like I'm just kind of a sideliner person when they need somebody like just kind of fill out the a float or to hand out beads and stuff. But throwing beads is fucking great. Like adults and kids love it. It's for everyone. And then some candy too. And yeah, it was rad. Uh, I was part of this troupe that was just into recycling art and whatnot, or not recycling art, but recycling materials for our purpose of art. And they'd made all these costumes. So it was uh, from recycled materials. So it was a lot of fun. Um, this was the second time I've done it in a couple of years. And the first time I did it, uh, had this weird situation where this woman put a beaded necklace around my neck, which was a little bit unorthodox, but I was down for it. And as I tried to walk away and proceed with the parade route, uh, she started to pull on the necklace and then, uh, tried to get real frisky with me. It was uncomfortable. So I was not molested this year, which is... <laughs> Basically like a one zero success, you know, that is successful. Although I do feel like, I mean, if you're getting beads, people are putting beads on you. You got to show them them titties, Frisbee. You broke the card. No rule. Hey, I wasn't seeing any titties and I didn't want to. So if I'm not <laughs> getting any of that in return, then what am I like a piece of meat over here? You know, well, my magic mic for you to just like uh, get all handsy with. What were you wearing at the time? Oh, Parker. <laughs> is that uh, is that uncool to ask? Is that insensitive? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you must know, it was a pirate's outfit. Oh, no uh, wonder. No wonder. It was just, no one can resist a pirate? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what it was. I actually explained it to a, a friend of mine when she was like, oh, what is this? What, are you, what is this getup you're wearing? And I said I was delivering pirate couture realness for her. I was watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race at the time. I like that. I appreciate that. Were you dressed as anything cool this year? It was this crazy cape and um, metal hat that was on top of a construction hat. It was it was a lot of fun. We all looked uh, pretty zany and weird. I like that. I like what yeah, you're doing. You like what? I like what you're doing. Did you go out and have frosty cold ones afterwards as is tradition uh um no actually oh, we wow. just we tried to find a place to eat and kept it kind of sober i imagine like this week it's going to get a little bit nutty um because when it falls on fat tuesday and all that uh that'll be pretty nuts and maybe next weekend i'll go all out but yeah we didn't really do that much partying oh later in the day we did excuse me i forgot yeah, <laughs> there right. was there were frosty cold ones late, late later not directly after the parade parade was like midday ah okay that's yeah. what i like to hear not me i like getting drunk as soon as possible <laughs> so the longer i was sober that was painful painful memories um yeah but it's it's an interesting week it's interesting to have it so recognized uh and have all these people into it. But it's fun for whatever it is. I guess I need to 
see if there's like uh, what the religious side is. I know it's like the start of uh, Lent and whatnot, but I don't know. I don't practice that. Food is plentiful. We should <laughs> try to eat as much as we can. Yeah. It's just going to go to waste otherwise. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to mention that I'll also be celebrating Mardi Gras, as is tradition, but maybe we'll talk about that next time. You know, we're out of time now. Oh, right on. The producer, he's telling me he's pointing at his clock. He wears a clock around his neck like Flavor Flav. Yeah. I mean, fuck watches. Those are stupid. <laughs> watches are played out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody who wrote in. And if you'd like to write in, it's poolpartyradio at gmail.com. You can find all our old episodes at poolpartyradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash poolpartyradio, or search for Podcast Town. Uh, we tend to post or lurk there, depending on which one of us you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out our other podcasts, Junk Food Dinner, Blind Podsman, uh, Zatuichi the Blind Podsman, and... Uh, find us on Twitter or forever long we decide to stay on there at final Parker at cumulus Frisbee. We're there. You can hoot and holler at us and we'll hoot and holler back. That's true. We will hoot and holler at you. Uh, I think that's about everything. So until next week, this is Parker for cumulus saying thanks for having fun. Nice.